0: Locked Here we go, baby. <laughs> Live from the studios here in parts unknown, aka Linden, NJ. I am your host, Jim Russell. It's been a long time. I haven't been to an independent show in a while. I haven't been to an MMA show in a while. I haven't been. <laughs> Today was my first workout, good workout in about two weeks. I'm excited uh, on a personal level. My, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, I am pursuing my doctorate, and my proposal was finally approved, and I could finally do my defense, and if that goes well, which most likely it will, I will finally get to do my interviews in a few weeks, so I'm excited, so hopefully you'll be talking to Dr. Jim Russell. (laughs) So that's what I'm going through right now, that's why I haven't been uh, online, I haven't been participating in a lot of the shows, plus my two-year-old has been keeping me busy. Anyway, uh, we have a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about, you have... New Japan Dominion next week. I'm not going to go over every single match, but we all know what two matches we should be discussing for now. No disrespect to the rest of the roster because of time constraints. Of course, last night, Ring of Honor had their show excellence. We have All In in September. And then, of course, coming up, you have the Money in the Bank pay-per-view on Father's Day, which the only thing I want for Father's Day is to watch Money in the Bank at Legends with the YEP crew. A uh, couple of shout-outs. Shout-outs to Capital Wrestling who had their show last night in Hoboken. Uh, Kudos to Matthew Ryan Shapiro and everyone involved there. Congratulations. In addition to that, today we have Now You Create, a show live from Daro's Fitness Extreme in the Bronx. So kudos to Casey Blade, E.C. Negro, um, Miguel Sosa, and everyone involved in that event today. It's happening at 5 p.m., Check it out. If you're in the area, please go to Darrow's Fitness Extreme. I'm really excited about that card. I wish I could attend. It seems like a great card. I love the goat you know, the faction of the horsemen, whatever you want to call them. They're great. So with that being said, it um, should be a great show. So kudos to those guys. So um, shout-out Capital Wrestling. Shout-out Now You Create. Next week, House of Glory, shout out to Red and Excel there. Should be a great time. You have Demolition there. You have Mean Gene there. You have Utamal Dragon there. Jeff Jarrett, I believe, is still advertised to be there. So it looks like a great card. I should be able to make that event. Finally, i will be my first wrestling event in a couple of weeks. So we'll see what happens there. I want to start with New Japan, Okada versus Omega, Kenny Omega, of course was the first ever United States champion, won a tournament here last year in the year, meaning United States, lost it to Switchblade, and now is in a collision course once again with Okada. Both men are one, one and one, one win, one loss, one tie. This match is two out of three falls. Dave Metzler is all over this match is drooling that every one of these matches <laughs> is five-star, six-star, whatever you want to call it. So, with that being said, this is a very important matchup. This is like their SummerSlam. Dominion is like their, you know, have half, we're halfway into the year. Theoretically, it's crazy how today's uh, June third. Just with that. So, with that being said, well, Kenny Omega, you know, he's been not. I don't want to say distracted in a, in a feud with Cody Rhodes, and and now he's in a tag team with Kota Bushi, which I met him wrestling the weekend. Did not take a picture of him. He is an amazing dude. I, you know, very humble guy. And he did well in the Cruiserweight Classic. He's done well for himself in New Japan. And I hope to see him do bigger things. I believe, let's say, if Okada ever was to step away, anytime soon, I don't think he will. And Okada's young. He has a, at least Okada, no joke, pending health and everything and all everything else. He has a good decade, you know, <laughs> still. So it's amazing how young Okada really is. So we'll see what happens I, To me, Okada, he's one of the longest reigning champions in New Japan Pro Wrestling history. In addition to that, everyone thought he was going to lose a strap to Naito. That was a great build. Naito winning the G1 and all that leading up into the match at Wrestle Kingdom. And then who goes over once again? Okada. But, you know, it doesn't bother me because I think when he loses, it's going to be... It's going to mean something And I think that man is uh, Kenny Omega One of the reasons why I think Kenny Omega should win is He is the hottest uh, Wrestler outside of the WWE The hottest free agent in my opinion And I think with the Expansion into North America Whether you want to say Mexico is a part of that, Canada is a part of that Definitely the United States And the market The opportunity there Kenny Omega has to be your guy, you know, meaning that he speaks English is over with the fans. And I know the promos, someone did point it out on WrestleZone that the promos are different in, in New Japan versus the traditional style that we're used to with the WWE or even in pack wrestling. But I think Kenny Omega is that guy to, to able to, I know they're struggling. I'm um, not sure where they're at ticket wise with the Cow Palace, but I know that if they want to start selling ten thousand seat arenas, or if they, if they want to start selling traditional basketball arenas where they where it seats fifteen to twenty thousand people, you're going to need a face of the organization that could communicate and they could put butts in the seats. And that guy is Kenny Omega, and I don't think it is Okada when it comes to that. It's for obvious reasons, language barrier and all that. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how they handle this matchup and 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 what happens going forward because New Japan does want to continues to put an imprint on American soil and wants to cater to the traditional wrestling fan that that is not just about the storyline similar to the WWE but more about the wrestling. It's a great alternative, alternative uh, to to wrestling. And I think for many years we thought that TNA-Impact was a number two, but new, new, slowly but surely with their NJ uh, Pro Wrestling World app-website dash and I think with their expansion into the United States, you can't argue right now, especially with the amount of money that they could pay at Chris Jericho. They're the top – they're the second-best organization in the world, and DNA and is a distant third, you know, in my opinion, at this point. So they should put the belt on Omega, I, and, I, and I think the question is, all right, Omega takes him to the next level, but as but as long as Okada doesn't fall by the wayside, as long as he has relevant storylines or as long as he can put over other talent, I think, the, I think that be I think that will be the case. Um, speaking of Naito, uh, Tranquilo los Inocibles. I can't even say it, and I'm Hispanic. The <laughs> Japón against Inocibles, the Jericho. So it should be an interesting matchup. Jericho shocked the world when he when he fought Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom this past year. It was an excellent matchup. It was a more to me. It was a more WWE style matchup in the sense that It told a story whether it's the involvement of the Referee the involvement of the Objects such as a chair and table let's face it Chris Jericho's in his uh, Late 40s No so way he's going to be he, he had an amazing matchup but He's not going to be the Chris Jericho of 1995 1996 at Fall Brawl where Where he you know it's just you know Father time is caught up to him but I think he, he could still put on great matches And I think he's going to put over Naito In a big way and I think Naito will once again regain that momentum that he had from the G1, and I believe at some point, I think Naito could be the guy, if, if Kenny Omega, hypothetically, was to re, was to sign with the WWE in January of 2019, and he could lose a strap to Naito, and Naito could be that guy, and Naito could once again score up against Okada, which, they had an excellent matchup um, at Wrestle Kingdom, and they fought before prior to that, and I think they could have a good matchup after that. So, with that being said, Jericho should put over Naito. And, and, and for Chris Jericho, is about two things. Number one, taking Naito to the next level, but also cementing his legacy and being able to work with some of these younger guys. If you notice Chris Jericho, whenever he comes back, it's all about working with the younger talent, talent that he's never been able to work with in the past. So we'll see what happens. I, I think Naito should go over big. I think it should be an excellent matchup. It'll be a, a more WWE-style match as far as telling story, It's not necessarily about the athleticism of both men. It's not going to be a catcher's catch can style, as Jim Ross would say. (laughs) But I think it'll be a great matchup. So I'm looking forward to Dominion. I I am so excited. I'm counting down to the days. I can't wait till a week from today where I wake up at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. and and watch Dominion. Uh, So I'm excited. I'm excited for New Japan Pro Wrestling SummerSlam, a.k.a. Dominion. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. All right, now – Shifting gears to Ring of Honor, of course, at, at some point I don't know when I don't follow Ring of Honor like that, so I apologize in advance. We're going to get to see Dalton Castle and Corey Rhodes, I'm assuming, because at All In, Magnus is the NWA champion, right? NWA Championship still has some prestige. It was in 1980 where Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, but you know, still has some prestige. So therefore, I believe if Corey Rhodes beats Dalton Castle, it will be title for title at All In in September. I think sh- I think Ring of Honor is going to pull that trigger, being that All In is the largest independent show ever in the sense that they get a- they're seating 10,000 people. Uh, and, it's not a- and it's not a house show. It's an independent-style show. I don't, think- I don't even think they're going to look to even televise it to an extent. So with that being said, I think whenever that match occurs, I think Dalton Castle will drop the strap to Cody Rhodes. He's been okay. He hasn't been... He hasn't done any, anything with it. He hasn't really impressed me. I know he came out yesterday, cut a promo. He hasn't impressed me t- too much. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's, it's been a good run. If anything, I like Cody's run better than than his run. And I liked also a little bit Chris Daniels' run, but I think you know, he paid his dues. He's, he's earned that for over two decades. So he cut a promo last night. Cody Rhodes did also. He beat Titan, I believe. Did he? let's see, I don't even remember. Yeah. Yes, he beat. Uh, Titan and he that all in two will be in New York and the fans. They trolled the fans. They're going crazy. They we're going crazy. So we'll see what, what happens from there. All right. Kenny King defeated Jonathan Gresham. Josh Woods defeated Fossad. The Women of Honor champions Sumi Sakai defeated Stella Gray and Gabby Ortiz and Riley Shepard. Kelly Klein defeated Jenny Rose. Kenny King, Chuck e. T, and Ellie Issamwana. The match to become the new number one contenders to the Kingdom's six-man tag uh, championships. Billy Ray defeated Cheeseburger. Um, Alpha Jr. Made his debut last night. That was a little surprise. Matt Taven, which I met, nice guy. He beat Lutomo Guerrero. Uh, we all spoke about Cody defeating Titan and then trolling all into will be in New York City. Jay Lethal beat Chuck Taylor. And the main event was the Hun Bucks, Young Bucks and Adam Page, defeated the Briscoes and Punishment Martinez. Decent card. Um, no title changes. It was a glorified you know, house show, TV taping per se. Nothing special with the exception of, of Cody Rhodes trolling all in two to take place in New York City. But going forward, I, I think Ring of Honor and, and those involved there should really consider Cody Rhodes being a two-time Ring of Honor world champion. And I think a lot of eyeballs will be whether it's people streaming their video phones or whether they eventually work out a streaming deal um, whether it's a the Fight Network or, or, or whoever, I think it's going to be a big deal. And I think what they should do is definitely put on the strap on Cody Rhodes and have a title versus title at All-In. That's my opinion. I think Dalton, he's been okay, has been spectacular. He's a homegrown talent to an extent. But I think it's time for Cody Rhodes to defend that championship at the All-In show in September at the Sears Center. So it should be good. All right. So that's that's my ring of honor intake, my two cents of ring of honor. We spoke about New Japan. Let's let's get into the big boys. Well, uh, let's get into WWE. Uh the last person qualified in the men's side, Samoa Excellent matchup. Excellent, you know, I like I love Smackdown and the fact that they're getting paid billions of dollars or whatever it is, a billion dollars for over a 5-year deal. I think it's amazing. Uh, the fact that SmackDown has survived UPN and Sci-Fi and USA and now Fox. I'm excited. I'm excited for the, with these promotions during Thursday Night Football and Sunday Night Football, and I think we're going to get some great storylines. And with that extra cash flow, there was rumors of, all right, would you bring back The Rock or Austin? And I, I don't think that's the case. I, I, may, I may be a one-off, but I don't think they're going to do uh, – I don't think at, at 46 The Rock is – equipped to do a, a serious final run when he's making so much more money outside of the WWE and so busy outside of the WWE, whether it's his stuff on the armor, whether it's his movies, he has no time and he has two young kids and his own no way the rocks are going to make another run. I do think, however, as fans, uh, being that the WWE made him, whether he admits it or not, which I, I'm i pretty sure he will. Uh, I think, we do deserve a proper send off um whether it's a one off match against an up and comer or an existing talent i do i do think that I, I i think i mean some people can leave on their own terms, others don't. The rock relatively is healthy for the most part, and I really think that we deserve one you know one last match. you know I know I was never say never the doors are always open, but I think in Austin's case, yeah, he already knew with hurt neck, he would never come back. At WrestleMania 19, he, uh, I, I believe in his podcast or, or whatever or interviews, he said he did not want to announce that as a retirement match because it would be the obvious. Usually, when you retire, you put the other guy over, and, and they didn't want to go through that drama. He did not, not want to go through that drama. So, with that being said, I think The Rock, we deserve a, a final send off, and with Austin, we never got the official retirement. But I don't think that I don't Austin in his fifties. I don't think. He's going to wrestle anytime soon. So, with that free cash flow, there was rumors. All right, they could theoretically sign Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. Now, that remains to be seen. If the if Brock Lesnar makes five million, I don't think they're going to pay Kenny Omega seven figures. He'll get high six figures. He'll get creative control. Worst case or best case in this case, but he will not get he will not get a seven figure salary. All right. So that was great regarding Samoa and and him qualifying. So now the, the matchup on the men's side is Strowman, Balor, Miz, Rusev, Rude, Owens, Joe, and New Day and a member of the New Day. So out of all of them, I do expect Strowman to win the title at some point down the line. Balor deserves it. I don't think he'll win. Miz could probably win. Rusev is the most over out of the eight in the matchup, but I think they're gonna. I think a, a SmackDown guy wins it. I to me that it come down to Rusev or Joe I think that's my two picks on who's going to win the money in the bank Joe I know he's been uh, sidelined with injuries and I don't think he's still had his WrestleMania moment per se Uh, and hopefully he gets one at some point but I do want to see either Rusev or Joe win the money in the bank uh contract and and cash it and win not just cash it and lose like Baron Corbin that was a waste of a money in the bank but really have that individual, make the individual the world champion within the next year. And I think Rusev is definitely ready. He was ready his first run. He's even more ready, more over with his Rusev day. And Samoa Joe is a badass. He's a legitimate, tough guy. Um, Samoa Joe deserves it. On the women's side, you have Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Out of all the people here, I think if a SmackDown guy wins or man wins on on for the men's side, I believe a Raw person will win the Money in the Bank briefcase on this side. It could be Ember Moon, it could be Sasha, it could be Alexa. Uh, I don't think Alexa need, needs it per se. She could always win the belt down the line. It could it could probably be Natalia, but I think the money in the bank is about making the next champion. I don't think, I don't think it, to me, I don't think it deserves to be an established person because an established person could always challenge that person down the line. So I think it, it'll pro- probably end up being either uh, not Ember Moon will win. Yeah. Ember Moon is my top choice to win or may, maybe Sasha, maybe that'll be a way for her to get her back in. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But my top pick, I think my it's going to be Ember Moon to win on on Raw. It'll be great. It'll definitely make her. She's very naturally athletic. She's awesome. She has a great package, great personality, and I think she'll do really well as the premier, as one of the premier, or as the only, one of the two <laughs> champions on the women's side. So I think, if, yeah, so my pick is a SmackDown men man <laughs> to win the, the men's Money in the Bank, and I think a Raw superstar will win the female storyline, well, female Money in the Bank. So that's my two, my prediction on the, on those two. Um, raw was Raw has never hasn't been good in the last the last good Raw to me was a gauntlet match, and that was because it was just one match. And then a couple of weeks ago, Raw was pretty good, but the, lately it's been lackluster. I like I love SmackDown, maybe because it's less time, and I love the roster. They, ever since the superstar shakeup, it's been great. You had Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, all on the same show. It's like crazy. Think about that. That's a it's insane. That's a that's a main event in itself. So I'm excited about that. So I'm like I'm digging SmackDown a lot more than than Raw. A couple of guys I think they could be doing a better job on SmackDown, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. So you have that. And then you have the last man standing between AJ Styles and Nakamura. A lot of people were obsessed. Oh, they were dying to see this, and now they're dying not to see it. You can't can't please every wrestling fan. Their WrestleMania match was okay. It, It did not live up to the Wrestle Kingdom bout, that's for sure. But the good part about this feud, one of the positives about this feud is the more they work together, the better their matches are. For example, their Rumble match in Saudi Arabia was better than their WrestleMania. Their Backlash match was better than the Saudi Arabia match. And then forget it, at least we finally had a definitive winner once since Mania. The matchup on SmackDown was the best out of all of them. And, of course, because as as old school as wrestling is, the reason one of the reasons why the Mania match did not work, A, there were so many matches already. B, it was a face-versus-face dynamic. It was about respect, this and that. The cool part about the SmackDown match when Nakamura finally won was that for Nakamura's sake, he was the heel. AJ was the, was the face. It just, no matter what era, no matter what era you're in, basic good versus evil will always work, and in this case, Nakamura being the heel. And, and you know, although he did not, he did somewhat cheat, he didn't use a weapon per se, he did do Eddie Guerrero and, and, and faked that he was uh, hitting balls and eventually uh, did the reverse exploder, whatever you call that, and then did the Kinshasa, and that's it. It was over. But now, you have Styles vs. Nakamura competing with Omega and Okada in New Japan. I really thought Three Stages of Hell, could have, they could have gone that way. Or even an Man match could have gone that way as well. But they're going to go with Last Man Standing, being how the matchup at Backlash ended in a count-out, or, or one of them ended in the count-out. So I do think I, at, at WrestleMania, I don't think Nakamura deserved the World Championship, although I expected Nakamura to win. I do think at Money in the Bank, I do, I do think that if Nakamura wins the championship, it would be great for him. I think, I think he's ready. I, I think he's, he's blossomed as a heel. You see more of his personality here. He, he's very charismatic. He's very funny as a heel, and and they even try to change his song, uh, to a, like a cha- Japanese rap. I, I think Nakamura is ready. I think he he could have a serious run. Do I see him winning at June and, and going all the way to WrestleMania next year? No, no. Uh, he'll probably lose at, at Survivor Series or maybe even the Royal Rumble. But I, I I do think the blow-off match, this is the blow-off match most likely, and then both men are going to go into different directions. The good part about if AJ Styles loses, I, he is, to me, he is the best, one, or if not the best wrestler in the world currently. No pun intended to CM Punk and his claim or or chris jericho's claim about or about being best in the world he's he's the best whether it's tna whether it's new japan ring of honor wwe he he's been able to acclimate and be the best and happy birthday aj styles he turned 41 yesterday or or friday so i think i mean my my gut pick is it to say aj styles well my rational pick is going to be, I think, AJ Styles retains and we're going to have AJ Styles continue to be the champion leading into SummerSlam. But my gut, oh my, I, guess, I guess my rational and then my non-rational, I guess what I really want is Nakamura to win because I'm a big fan of Nakamura, big fan of his work, big fan especially of his run in New Japan. And a lot of people complain, like Luigi Nagata, that he's not this. It, of course, you know, you can't compare New Japan to WWE. It's just two different companies, two different styles. But I do think Nakamura is well-deserving of a world championship run. It's going to happen. I highly doubt it. But I, I do think he, he's well-deserved of the championship. And AJ, they could have a, another rematch at SummerSlam or, or, or the July pay-per-view, which I doubt. But I, I do think they should go. I mean, I do think Nakamura should win the championship, in my opinion. will it happen? Doubt it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So my so rational I think AJ Styles will retain, but I do want Nakamura to win. So that's my pick. Nia Jackson, Ronda Rousey. They kind of forced this feud. Ronda had nothing the last pay per view, and
1: they've been paying her,
0: and she's been away with Shark Week and doing all that stuff. But I I do think Ronda Rousey wins the championship. I I don't you know I I know they don't want to like hurt her undefeated streak right away. So if I was a WWE. The way I would handle it is I would take the bell off Nia. Nia's been okay. It's just she's very contradicting. She went from being this person who's anti-bullying. All of a sudden, she's the bully in this feud, which makes absolute no sense. It's like the dumbest writing uh, of all time. So I I do think Nia Jax loses. I think she could still be a great ambassador. She could still be great for the WWE, not necessarily needing the title. I think she's a better chasing. And I think Ronda Rouse would be a great face uh, champion. And uh, the thing is, how do you make her lose? I don't know. Or maybe do you care about the record and maybe she loses maybe you know her Natalia work a program into SummerSlam. You know, Natalia is a female ring general or ring general at this point, And I think they could have a great matchup in SummerSlam. Ronda's never had a one-on-one match on t- on television. I don't even think she had a one-on-one match during her European tour. So, but I think, I think Ronda's, you know, I don't know if she's ready per se, but I think if you put the bell on her, definitely you'll get some mainstream attention if that's what you're looking for. So, I think Ronda wins. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. You you put yourself in a bad spot because you've you built Nia Jax all these months, and all of a sudden you flip flopper like Big Show style, turn into a, a heel, and you have run the Rounds, and you have this commodity who's one of the hottest MMA stars um, transitioning over to the world of professional wrestling. Had a great match, a debut match at WrestleMania, and had a great run in Europe recently, and I think you could have done a better job building her and putting her in matches with ring generals. The problem is <laughs> the roster on roles, not too many, not too many ring generals. I would say Mickey James is one. I wouldn't even maybe Sasha Banks, maybe Bailey, maybe, but a lot of these other ones, whether it's, whether it's the riot squad, I don't think they're, you can consider them ring generals per se. I think they're still learning on the job as, as, as you go. Then you have Carmella, who cashed in the Money in the Bank. The they What the WWE did was re, try to recapture, and they did to an extent recapture the same magic with the WrestleMania squad on SmackDown, similar to Dolph Ziggler, to what he did the night after WrestleMania in, in 2013, and she cashed in and she beat Charlotte Flair. She beat her clean at Backlash to kind of help out build her, per se. So now... With that being said, now you have Asuka who you ended the streak because you want to book Charlotte versus Ronda at WrestleMania and want to build, uh, give Charlotte some sort of credibility. Of course, Charlotte's not an ex-MMA star at all, so you, the only way you're going to do that is to put her over against Asuka at WrestleMania. So, But in this situation, it's another situation where you put yourself in a bad spot. All right, if you make Oscar lose, she'll lose, what, the last two out of three pay-per-views. But if you make Carmella win, or, I'm sorry. If you make Oscar win, you'll you've pushed Carmella for the past two months, and you're going to end that experiment. So it's a lose lose. Both women's situation is bad. I think the logical booking to me, you, you would have to give Oscar and, and Ronda the championships on each show. So this way you keep them away, and and, and this way it, it makes sense, right? So I don't. Carmella's been okay. She hasn't been. She hasn't impressed me too much, but she's been okay. So, but, but I think logical booking says both women win the championships here. Reigns and Mahal, I've been saying it for months. Roman Reigns reminds me of his cousin The Rock early in the early going with the exception of, you know, Roman Reigns is already – like if, if he was to retire today per se, he's had a decent run. You know, he's won the championship more than once. He's won every other championship. So he's good. But I But I think what they want to position Roman Reigns is – is to be the guy to replace John Cena because John Cena is 41 years old, or 40 or 41, and and you know he's not going to be around forever. So it's about building new stars. And Roman Reigns has a look, has a high, has a height, has a size. He's charismatic. He's good media. When he, you know, for media attention, media runs per se. But I think he's just not over with the fans. And I think what he ha- what they have to do is turn him heel. And I believe once they turn him heel. He'll be okay. I know what John Cena is a little bit different, but with John Cena, it was interesting because the women and children loved Cena, but the men hated him. But in this situation, men, women, and children hate him. So I think the only logical thing to do is to turn him heel. And I think once he turn him heel, he'll be more of himself, and I think he can finally get over with the fans. And then you can turn him face at some point down the line. But but it's not it's not working right now. You know, people walked out during Reigns and Joe at Backlash in New Jersey, and I'm pretty sure that this match will be placed in the middle of the card so that that does not happen. So, in my opinion, I think I think Mahal should go over, and I think Reigns should either snap or, or figure something out. And, and uh, I, I'm not into the the. Reigns versus authority thing I think it's it's been used over and over Again but I do think Reigns needs To freshen up I, mean, I don't know if it's a haircut I don't know if it's ring attire Change of attitude whatever but he need. He, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's stale but in order For him to get over he has to turn heel. he has to be a Antagonist per se But that's what happens there And their build up with, with Mahal's been okay Reigns He just turned 33 This past week he was off a lot of all over him for for taking off so what it was his birthday who cares all right then you have the good brothers which i think they've been misused their entire run except when they won the championships finally they're going to go square up against harper and rowan they've been building harper and rowan for a couple of months and they won the championships at mania i want to see good brothers win i think they're they're charismatic they're funny i think they're happy that It's not strong style. They don't have to be as hard-hitting in the WWE. Uh, I do think they deserve a run at the SmackDown Championships. I just don't think it happens at Money in the Bank. So I think Harper and Rowan uh, retain. And I do want to see more of the good brothers on SmackDown. You have Seth Rollins against Elias. Of course, we saw the guitar shot after Rollins beat Mahal or after he retained or whatever the case may be. So Elias is over. He's very over. He's an interesting character that he has a personality, not like John Cena, where he was a great prototype, you know, pun intended per se. But he didn't have any personality. But it wasn't until they discovered that he could rap that he was over with the fans. I think Elias, you know, he's he's a perfect WWE wrestler in the sense that he's pretty decent in the ring, but also his gimmick is is that he could play the guitar. So that, that's real interesting there. I do expect Elias to win the IC championship and become the intercontinental championship. And I do expect Rollins to be in a program with Lesnar. That's the rumor right now. And I I think either Strowman or Rollins is is the top two guys that should square off against Brock Lesnar. And the third guy from the outside looking in will be Bobby Lashley, uh, which I, I don't know what he's doing with, Stupid storyline with Sami Zayn, but I, I do think the the best, actually the best logical matchup uh, with Lesnar is Lesnar versus Lashley, but I think the, the workhorse, he's deserved it. He's had an amazing run. Seth Rollins carried that gauntlet match, carried that match at Mania, carried the match against The Miz. He's constantly carrying, 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 and he should be compensated in a way. He should be compensated as a program with Brock Lesnar. Now, interesting to say the least was Lesnar, For him to fight this calendar year, yes, it is confirmed. He has to enter the USADA drug testing pool and serve a suspension for six months from that point to fight in this calendar year. I know know, he met with Dana White a couple of months ago. I know there's been rumors that Lesnar was going to leave at Mania. He wound up sticking around. The the, the thing is, his contract theoretically is till SummerSlam, not till Mania. Um, He has not entered the USADA. Drug testing pool this time, which is why he is he is still theoretically with the WWE. Um, for those of you who don't know, you know, of course they we were they worked out a deal with Lesnar. Although a WWE superstar fought at UFC 200, the historical 200 pay per view, he fought against Mark Hunt. He beat Mark Hunt, but that later was turned into a no contest when Brock Lesnar tested positive for advanced substance, which got him suspended for a year. He served six months, and then he. Pulled, he took his name out of the hat, which, you know, if you, if you freeze the suspension, if you come back, you still you, he cannot come back immediately. He has to serve the suspension. So if Lesnar was going to really test out another run at MMA, he would have, have to enter his name by the end of this month, then can he do it? It, it? Theoretically, he could do it. So we'll see what happens there. It, it's a lot to be seen there. Um, you know, to me and the majority of the wrestling fans, you know They deserve a champion that's there every week or at least, I don't know, in between do something, have Heyman be more involved. But that's not happening. So, in my opinion, take the belt off him. You know, if, if he's not going to be in the show every week, take the belt off him. And you have a lot of guys that they could run with, whether it's Rollins or Reigns or, or, or there's plenty of – or McIntyre or Ziggler. There's plenty of guys that I think or Strowman, Finn Balor, there's a, Owens. There's a lot of guys that they could go with. That could be there on a consistent week-to-week basis. All right, and then Big Cass against Daniel Bryan. I'm not a fan of Big Cass for, for the time being right now. I'm kind of scared for his knee, but I think he, he should be okay. I think he has to just be careful in what he does and try to build strength in those knees and, and, and take, I don't know, legal substance together and, and do exercises and ensure that that knee does not pop again. Uh, he's okay. He reminds me of a modern-day test. But we'll see what happens in that feud. Uh, Daniel Bryan, of course, his contract expires in September. So we'll see if he sticks around. Does he deserve another run? He probably does deserve another run. But there's a lot of dream matchups that have not occurred yet with Daniel Bryan. And I think that's why he's well-deserved of that. All right. So we we went down the money in the bank, the current matches, and, and my predictions per se. We also spoke about New Japan. We also spoke about Ring of Honor and, and Cody Rhodes, how he should be Dalton Castle. All right, we've been chatting for about 35, 36 minutes. I think that's good for for me by myself and no guest. I think it's great. All right, it's been a pleasure. And please follow me on Facebook. Uh, I mean, yes, like our Facebook page, Choked Out Radio, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Choked Out Radio. This is Jim Russell. So next my next show will probably be after Dominion where we'll you know, review some of the stuff that happened. Hopefully it goes in my favor and then we'll discuss a little bit more about Money in the Bank next week. And then for those of you who follow MMA, I'm considering doing an MMA podcast today or I'll wait a couple of days. We'll see. Alright, Jim Russell signing out. Peace. <laughs>